Yo, yo. What's up with it? Much. I'm here. All right. So, uh, people, we just going to get right into the show. And, of course, I am your host, JC the Icon. This is your co-host. Introduce yourself, sir. That slim with two M's. Back. Yeah, and hey, we right back. Uh, just giving you guys, you know, uh, most recent news events and trying to wake everybody up. You know what I'm saying? So we can, like I say, we can get off all these dance challenges and the Kardashians and all this reality TV and everything that got everybody so blinded. So you know, we can keep an eye on things and see what's going on. So, without further ado. Uh, and like I said again we do appreciate you guys for listening and uh, let me just give you guys an email one one more quick time because like I said again we do appreciate any feedback if you have any uh, subjects that you would like you know for us to touch upon or you know and kind of dive into feel free to uh, email us at the email address which is lostcause01 at gmail.com that is l-o-s-t-k-a-u-z-e-0-1 at gmail again that's l-o-s-t-k-a-u-z-e-0-1 at gmail so uh first topic i just wanted to kind of take a little time to give my condolences to the new orleans saints fans out there um, and just kind of, you know, hey, everybody saw the game uh, towards the last few minutes of the game. Uh, New England had the ball. Looks like they were going down possibly uh, to get in position to score because they would have, if that, uh, basically there was a pass interference, no call, uh, which it was a blatant interference call. I mean, a guy hit the receiver uh i mean well before the ball was even in the vicinity of those two i mean so it was an early hit and you could even got him for helmet to helmet because the guy led with his helmet hit the receiver in the helmet and all of that so i mean it was heartbreaking um but you know i'm a dallas cowboy fan so i just want to throw that out there uh, so people don't get it confused and uh we've had our share of you know, bad calls and, and also bad non-calls. If anybody watched when Dallas was playing and they playoff game against the Rams as well, do you guys remember when they had Dak? Uh, well, when they called a sack on Dak and Dak wasn't even down, uh, one of the defensive ends came around the corner, swiped at Dak in, in, in the, the helmet region. Uh, I think he may have grabbed his shoulder pad, but that was about the extent of what he had. Dak was nowhere near down. Uh, I think one of Dak's own offensive linemen held him up. They blew the play dead and called it a sack. So I thought that was a bullshit call. But hey, it happens in the game. Um, so I think I say to my my point is, uh, you know, I'm bad. Hey, it, I'm sorry that it happened. But I mean, it is sports. There's going to be some bad calls and. Uh, at, at the end of the day, was it a bad call? Hey, bad calls happen every every day, B. You tough, right? <laughs> you tough, right? <laughs> uh, so my point is, Saints fans, get over it. Who gives a fuck, okay? Only you guys give a fuck because they started a petition, had over 500,000 people uh, sign it. And, you know, they really petitioning to try to get the game replay, which we knew that shit was not going to happen. I even heard the season ticket holders for the Saints even filed a lawsuit against the league, uh, uh, basically saying that 
that lost the way and that no call uh, penalty caused them emotional stress. And I'm going to just say, God damn, people like <laughs> Saints fans was, is, is real. I got to give it. I got, hey, I got to say what they, hey, y'all about your team. So, but at the end of the day, you're kind of looking a little silly though, too, because everybody in the league, there's a lot of teams that could file some grievances at this point because it's been shitty calling all year long. All year long. So that could go anyway. But get over Saints, come back, pray that Breeze is back again, and that you guys get another run at it. Because you had you damn sure had a chance, you know. But hey, better better luck next year. So, uh, you got any thoughts on that, man? I know you ain't been watching the NFL, but I know you talked. You, you said your brother uh, suggested that. So, did you give him any? Uh, did you console him in any any way, or what was that conversation like? Man, the conversation was pretty much me listening because, of course, you know I haven't been following or keeping up, but. I know he was really heartbroken and he was saying he's through with football and uh, just the growing pains of being a fan in sports and the usual. So I don't have too much to say. It just sounds like the same thing every year. I mean, every year it's it's like a fine line. Just one play can make or break your whole season. So, and I guess that's the reason why we love the game, the sports so much, you know, just the, it's, it's the biggest reality TV show world and i guess he's he's done until regular season starts back up and they play that first game right and from what he says he's done but it remains to be seen like you said until that first regular season game come back he'd be right back in the saddle so we'll see right let him let him have a pretty good season like they did this year i'm, I'm pretty sure i bank on the on the that he'll be right back in there all right, so we, all right, so that that was all we had on that. Not not a whole lot, because as you all know, my Cowboys wasn't in it, so I want everybody to lose. Hell, I wish everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm hating. So it, it is good to basically be able to watch the Super Bowl with no dog in the fight, because my boys was about to give me a heart attack this goddamn year. I season started off so shitty for them to turn it around, and we had a had a chance. You know what I'm saying? I mean. It was just heartbreaking because I was done early on in the season, man. We started doing so bad, but they turned it around. So, like I say, so any of your fans, whoever your team is, good luck next year. All right, so we're going to the next topic, man. So I know by now you all have seen news where they said uh, Chris Brown was uh, arrested in Paris along with uh, two other uh, friends or whatever, bodyguard and one friend or whatever, and it was pretty much a lady, young lady alleging that uh, Chris Brown raped her. Now, I did get a little information on this young lady. Uh, she's going by alias uh, by the name of Karima. And uh, basically, her uh, account of the events was that her and a friend uh, met one of Chris Brown's uh, partners, I guess, uh, early on during the evening. And was invited, you know, of course, Chris Brown, you know, you got somebody to go out and get the groupies, you know, and, and hey, you want to come hang back out with, you know, hang out with Chris Brown and, you know, so he got somebody to go get the girls or whatever. So this was that particular situation. So her and a friend decided to accompany Chris and uh, some of his friends, you know, on a night on the town, they went to a club or whatever, where I'm pretty sure drinks and all kind of drugs was flowing, I'm sure. So anyway, that ended up with a nightcap when they uh, invited him back to the hotel. 
which like most groupies, and this is what would kill me when I say ladies, we're in the dawn where you want so much respect, right? So much respect. And I'm not saying you can't go in for a nightcap, but uh, to put myself in your shoes, you know, I'm a man, so, but to put myself in a woman's shoes, the later the night goes on, we already went to a club at one place. Now you're like, hey, yeah, let's go back to a hotel. Uh, now, usually partying at hotels usually ends up with some type of sexual activity. I don't know how y'all get down, but that's usually how that goes. And at, and then, you know, this is Chris Brown and the guy's, you know, famous and, you know, he ain't inviting you back just because, you know, you know, just for your company. So, and not to say that that warrants anybody out there raping, you know, or pushing up on a female and it's not warranted. I'm not saying that, but again, uh, it's a lot of traps. I just noticed that, you know, a lot of the women, like I say, when they get put in these positions, it's just like in common sense. But anyway, they end up back at the hotel. Uh, young lady says there was plenty of drugs in the hotel or whatever around the room. Like I said, we already pretty much can picture that. But she said at one point, uh, she decided, you know, well, she had to go to the bathroom or whatever. So she was going, making her way to the bathroom. And uh, I think Chris Brown, she said that he followed her, then pulled her into a closet where the alleged sexual assault took place. So basically say, Chris put it in the closet, man, and raped her. And then say after he got done, say the, I think the assault went on for about 30 minutes or so. Uh, and then after he finished, she said uh, his bodyguard and friend uh, also started to sexually assault her after that. So uh, in Chris's defense, Chris says, of course, that's a lie. Uh, this lady's cloud chasing. She's trying to come up because, you know, pretty much uh, in a man's defense, if you are accused of this, even though you're supposed to be innocent, you know, to proven, you know, guilty. But in most cases, just the accusation alone, you know, can, you know, they're going to treat you like you did it. So, but Chris is going after this lady for defamation and, uh, you know, false accusation. Uh, so he did file, file a complaint against the alleged uh, victim. And uh, just want to see where you was at on that, man. Because I'm like, until the, all the information come out, I really don't know. You know, I'm not saying the lady's a total liar. I'm not saying Chris is a, you know, totally innocent. But, but I mean, is he a womanizer? Yes. But I have not heard uh, any rape allegations on him before. So, what what, what do you got on that? Um, I, I kind of fall in the same path you do. Um, I'm reserving judgment until all the information comes out. Um, in this day and age, you have both sides. You know, you have cloud chaser. And you have uh, people who are really victims. And the line is so blurred these days to where you really can't tell who's who. So the one thing that I do commend Chris on is the fact that he did file a countersuit, which, um, you know, which pretty much says, hey, it'll be settled in court and um, the truth will come out. And he's standing on his ground saying, I didn't do it. Not just saying, I didn't do it. He's willing to take her to court and prove that he did not do it. And so I, that's what I would really like to see more. Settle it in court, you know, get in front of a judge and let the law set, sort it out. Don't be trying to prosecute someone in uh, the papers, the headlines, the media, and therefore so 
but you know what? Where I'm at, so I'm just going to reserve judgment until the truth comes forward. But you know what? Just like I was also putting some of the, you know, uh, not necessarily blame, but just, you know, like I just, again, feel like women can be more in control of these situations. Like, because we act like, and I know there's things where people say, well, don't blame the victim. Don't blame the victim. But I'm like, you know, if, like I say, it's, it's kind of a tough, touchy subject, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, you still don't want to set that situation up to where you, you fall victim, you or you're easy prey, you know, to even be in that situation. Because I heard a young lady say uh, on, on something I was watching the other day, that her mom used to tell her as a child that uh, when she was to go outside and play, she had to count how many boys was out in the neighborhood and how many girls. And at any point, the the, the boys outnumbered the girls, she had to bring her ass in the house. And I thought that made perfect sense. So it as a young lady, so it makes a lot of sense because you do know that guys try to impress their homeboys. Uh, you know, there's always like that saying, uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch. And not even though Chris may not have done something, we do know that uh, Chris is gang affiliated. He's let that be known. So that ain't, ain't no secret. That's not alleged or any of that. And he does have a lot of guys that are hanger on. So at that, with that being said, you know, you're responsible for your entourage as well. So you bring one of these knuckleheads out on tour with you, that might be how they get down, you know, and maybe they are, you know, reaping some of those benefits just being around Chris to where they used to getting what they want and probably running trains and doing whatever they want to do with these women. So it could have been a situation, but she said Chris did it, you know what I'm saying? But who knows, man, it could have been a situation where, and like I said, this is alleged, I don't know, just spitballing, but maybe Chris did have his way with her, you know, and it was consensual, but then at some point, he like, well, hey, you know, you gotta let my homies, you know, hop in here, and that's where it could have taken taken a dramatic turn, you know, because uh, and to touch on to kind of go back on what you just said, because that is very important. The thing you said, where you said the mother had her daughter to count how many guys out there, and I look a little bit beyond that, where it's like, you know, she's even teaching her daughter to be aware of her environment you know right and that's a habit you know once she does that she's training her to be aware of her environment so when she grows up she's always mindful of not saying guys are predators but you know you mindful of, of, of your situation and you know being outnumbered you always aware of your the pack and so i think that's a really really insightful and mindful thing she talked so. Right. And then, like you said, not to say guys are predators, but anytime that there's alcohol and drugs involved, you never know personalities changing, people getting inebriated, and then it's a whole nother ball game. Right. You know, so that could have played a part. And like I said, again, not saying that rape is okay, because it is definitely not. If a woman says no, no means no. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, definitely not saying that, but I'm just saying, but we act like groupies don't exist. We act like, I've seen videos upon videos, man, with these rappers. I mean, go on YouTube right now. You can pull up anything and these girls is grabbing these dudes in the crotch and 
throwing themselves at these guys and sleeping with them. It's plenty of rappers and singers that brag about sleeping with their groupies. You know what I'm saying? Like, so again, couldn't be taking advantage of these young ladies if they aren't out there putting themselves out there like that. So, like I say, so it's just a touchy subject, you know, and I know women are, you know, always the ones that say, well, hey, you know, women can do whatever they want, but, you know, sometimes women are aggressive as well. And like I said, it could have been a situation where she was feeling like it was going to be a special thing. It, you know, he might have just treated her like, you know, like a thought, you know, and then she's like, oh, you just going to hit it. And, you know, now you ignore me, now you're on to the next girl. You know what I'm saying? It could have been a lot of things, you know, but hopefully whatever evidence presented will come out and we can see but like you said the kudos to chris he really you know he's you know if he didn't do anything he's making sure you know that uh because there are plenty of cases where stuff goes away and then the girl you know there's no um consequences for them exactly and that's what i was just about to touch on too like you know i understand backing victims all the way 100 percent but there has to be a mechanism in place to catch to to catch or punish so-called victims or perpetrators or people who file in false accusations. You know, they shouldn't just be able to just walk away like la 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 la, like nothing never happened. There should be some type of countersuit or they should be able to be punished with jail time. Uh, something. So I, I I like the fact he counter suing, and I wish that you know again there was some type of thing in place to, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm 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 glad of that too, man. So like I said, so uh, right now there's not really a whole lot of information on this since this is uh, pretty much brand new, just happened in the middle of last week, and it's still ongoing. So if we do get some more information, we'll definitely add that to a, uh, another show. Uh, so uh, next topic, man, and this is just kind of not really that important. I just thought it was funny because I used to watch this guy's show. But on Wednesday, January 16th, uh, Chris Hansen, man, former host of How to Catch a Predator, was arrested in his hometown of Stamford, Connecticut for writing a 13, he went right pretty much a, a $13,000 worth of bad checks. And uh, if that shit wasn't bad enough, uh, this man has been evicted from his home. Uh, I think his wife filed divorce. Now him and his wife was married for 30 years and that's a long fucking time. Uh, his, uh, they were married for 30 years and his wife filed last year, June 5th, 2018, uh, claiming that the marriage was broken uh, down and irretrievable. And she's also asking for alimony and a fair division of the property. But if he's getting evicted, don't know if he really owns that property. So I don't know if she's going to get out of that. Um, but the man out here busting bad checks, man. So uh, he ain't got no money. So I don't know uh, what you get from nothing is nothing. <laughs> but God damn, I ain't trying to kick the man while he's down. But, I, you know, that's, that shit just crazy. I don't know if you ever heard anything about that. But, you know, dude out here just looking bad, man. But... But I did see something today, though, where uh, one of these shock jocks, a guy that's a fan of his show and that was giving him props for, uh, you know, the catching how to catch a predator or well, not how to catch, but catching the predator or whatever fucking show name of it was. Uh, oh, how to catch a predator. That's what it was. I said it already. But anyway, so he did have a fan of his show 
a guy kind of came up with the funds, I guess, got some some of his listeners and followers to donate. So looks like they're going to be bailing them out. So, I, but I just thought that, that was funny since we never hear any news about anybody else. I thought I'd just throw some random news out there. And uh, but had you had you heard about that other than me saying something? Because that was pretty low key. Yeah, I, I did hear about it. I, I kind of caught wind of it. Um, I mean, I, it, it doesn't take away from the work he done. You know, I really think that show was a, a, a really good show. You know, to catch predator especially being in this time and age right now we might need to bring the show back but um he might could have caught our Kelly <laughs> you know. back in the day you know what i'm saying aura would have been one of them guys that was on there a couple times i remember i remember seeing how to catch a predator and it was a couple gentlemen on there that uh when he did it for a second season that they ended up getting caught again I'm like god damn bro yeah yeah so just crazy I mean, it was a it was an important show. I mean, I really, I mean, it, very it important. But because uh, it was, it it was you know eye opening because a lot of these guys look pretty normal, and that's what a predator is. You ain't gonna be able to see them coming, but yet they think they talking to a little underage kid, and that's why uh, sidebar, uh, you know, kind of kind of like a little side note. Any parents listening to this show, that's why you do need to pay attention to what your kids are doing and what they are looking at. Because we don't understand that cell phones are pretty goddamn sophisticated. So you are basically giving this child access to porn, access to, yeah, access to people getting a hold of them for your parents. They want to let your, your kid have a Facebook and let them be on Instagram. And because I'll I, I tell you guys about an incident that you know, touched my own life here recently, just uh, about maybe a month or two ago, uh, my stepdaughter had something. I don't remember what she was on, but she told her mother that some guy was reaching out to her and, and that she had even told the guy she was a child, she was a kid, you know, and she's only, you know, 12 years old. So, wow. and uh, she, she told the guy and the guy kept coming at her, you know, and it, you know, freaked her out. So mama got on there and I forgot what she was on, but I do remember because my mama told me about it and I was like, well, yeah, you need to delete that shit immediately. Whatever she was on, take her off of there. Yeah. <clears throat> so very good point, man, because like I said, we give kids all this stuff and I know we want to spoil our children, but you are also opening your kids up to predators. Yeah. You know, so just something to think about. But uh, on to the next thing. It's like so we didn't have a whole lot about that. I just kind of wanted to throw that out there as a little fluff, you know. We just that, so that was a little jab, you know, a little jab. So anyway, uh, on to uh, Oklahoma University, and you had brought this to my attention. So there was a guy walking around the university, and I, and I will go into the whole story about the other two young ladies as well. But but more recently guy walking around the campus in protest in blackface and he actually had on a uh tom tommy uh sotomayor uh t-shirt and i don't know what that was. i don't know if the guy's just a fan of his show or if he just but anyway he had on one of those uh uh, uh tommy mr king of controversy sotomayor uh, the anti-PC uh, tour t-shirts. He has a tour coming up. And uh, I guess before that, there were two young ladies that did a video 
Uh, and the two students at the time, uh, one of them name was Francis Ford and the other one was Olivia Bourbon. So they were wearing back blackface. I seen the video. So they were wearing blackface and pretty much saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a nigger and all this and that, you know. And uh, of course, uh, now I don't know what the university, what type of punishment they were actually going to do to the girls, if there were going to be any at all. But they did say they, that they were reprimanded, but um, I don't know if they put pressure on the girls, but they voluntarily uh, withdrew from the school. Uh, the university president issued a statement uh, saying this type of behavior is not welcome here and is condemned in the strongest terms by me and our university. So since you gave me this, so what, what you got on that? I'm gonna let you go with that. And I could just chime back in when, when you done. In so many ways I could go with this, but the first thing is it's amazing how, you know, people could be so disrespectful and 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 the main thing that is holding up your school is probably the biggest money maker for your school is probably the athletics, where you have the black athletes, you have the uh, uh, the basketball, the football team, you guys just got out of the national championship game or whatnot. And you know, the black kids are really generating this money for you. You would figure like you would want to make this school as inviting to everyone, all races, all creed, whatever. But it's like a reoccurring thing. This is not the first time with o o Oklahoma University. Um, there was something last time with the uh, with the fraternities. They were in blackface and they did this thing and they had a little chant and all type of little things going on and I mean I just feel like you know they really need to hammer on this if they're trying to uh, I mean I understand that people are the, the two girls withdrew from the school but um, I mean there has to be some sanctions there has to be something in place to make uh, let's just be honest it wasn't no people of color it was geared at black people there has to be something in place to make black people welcome you know, I mean, you generate money off of us. The least you could do is make us uh, feel safe uh, where we could walk around your campus with with these issues, without these issues. So that's kind of where I was going with it. And kind of even, uh, and like I said, this is because I like throwing these little, you know, side notes, but even here at, uh, in here in the DFW area in uh, at South Lake, South Lake Carroll, I just saw them going through some things where there was a group of young ladies, and this ain't even the boys now, this is girls, a group of young ladies also did the same thing. Kind of on the social media was hanging out and, you know, saying all these racial slurs and going on. I saw they had a little town hall and all that at the school, and but they never really said what disciplinary action they was gonna take on the students. Now I did hear counseling and all that bullshit, but, to me, it should be something a little harder because if the shoe was on the other foot, and let's say that that was an African American or Latino or a Latina, yep. they'd be trying to send a book at them. And let's just be honest. Let's keep this real. You know, like I hate to turn everything into, you know, something racial, but we still dealing with it. Thus, this, you know, bullshit that just happened in Oklahoma. And for people listening, because uh, you know, and like I say, you know, to any white people listening, 
this is a great time to chime in and give your thoughts on it. But do not come with, because every time you hear a black person say something about race, you kind of take that, oh, well, here we go again. Like, can we get over this? No, we can't get over it. Because the shit still is right there in the forefront. And with Trump being president, it has brought out the fucking worst in people. And now they just, now they would have these closeted, you know, uh, uh, bigot sessions or whatever. Now they just out in public. I was walking, uh, it was either yesterday or earlier today, man. I think it was yesterday in the store. And I don't know what the context of it was, but this white guy would be, but he was, you know, he had his boots on and all that. So, you know, he was letting you know he's a shit kicker. But he was like talking about, uh, yeah, this is America. And I don't, now I could just even just hearing him say, why would you just be running around talking about this is fucking America? Unless. It was directed at somebody that's foreign or something. But like I said, again, I didn't hear the whole conversation. But you ain't just randomly walking around talking about this is fucking America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's kind of what that is. So it's just like, so people feel like they still can do like, I mean, we've seen it enough. We've seen enough people. We just saw it uh, with the lady from CNN, you know what I'm saying? Where she was talking about she thought that blackface was okay. So I just need white America to wake the fuck up. Like, come on, cut the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing, like, you you, you know what's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll try it and you'll do it to someone like it's helpless. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, it's just you need to practice that. Since they like, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't walk around doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? I have friends of all ethnicities. You know, my neighborhood I live in is very diverse. And you got to just respect people, you know, just, but with that, that just goes to show you that. And then that's something else. They just did that shit at random. That's something that they were very comfortable doing. Right. They were around it. And I guarantee you, in their families, that shit is okay. Let's just keep it a thousand. <laughs> Absolutely. It's and just like with the South Lake Carroll kids, same thing, man. They were just comfortable with that shit because in their homes, they probably hear their dad, probably hear uncles, and probably moms too, you know? Like you said, it's a learned behavior. And, you know, uh, you know, it's not going to go away until... This is not our problem as a black community. This is not our problem. This is a problem that that, that, that community is going to have to... Uh, address, you know, that's something they're going to have to address. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have racism or nothing like that, whatever the case may be. But we but, do. We. But to that extent, where it's like this, these things are happening. You don't see us in white face, and you know, we might talk a little shit here or there, whatever the case may be. But it's never that bold, that blatant, that disrespectful to the point to you know so it's learned behavior you know and so like you said that's something that you know the people who are quiet the ones who saying that they're not and all of that i'm sure somewhere along that line there's someone in that in that in that ancestry but i, I but i would tell you now and because i mean like i said i would tell you this much and people, when they want to do the who's more racist thing, black people are so accepting. 
you know what I'm saying? We accept other people. Like I've been in, like been around my family. I can only speak about my family. Man, my family's so tolerant and have never, you know, like even with me dating, you know, I've, I've dated outside of my race. I'm not for the separate in front, you know what I'm saying? But I've never, I can, I can actually commend my parents. They've never made me feel any kind of way with with who I presented to them because they knew, you know, I was, you know, I mean, I'd like good people. So they knew, and that's all they cared about. They made them feel welcome. They make it where there's no odd pauses and no, you know what I'm saying? Like how it would be for a young white lady bringing a black guy home for the first time. You know, it'd be that, oh, he's black. You know, like talk behind your back or whatever, you know. So I could truly say my parents never made me feel like that, man. They were always open. And the thing is, like you kind of said, touch on the acceptance. Like I could draw parallels. Like I could see how in the club, like if a white person or white woman or white man walking to the club, like that white girl is gonna have to turn down numbers from brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they gonna be like, oh, white Mike in the building. You know, everybody gonna be trying to see like, oh, he cool. I don't know if you ever went to the Cliff Club over there, but there's always one old white man in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something, them black people, they they embrace that guy. You know what I'm saying? When he out there, ladies be dancing with him and, you know, showing him a good time. And, and, more, and, and more than not, when a white person coming to one of our establishments, we really get on, we really get on our hospitality, you know, hey. Well, you know, we really want to make them feel okay. Right. Now, on the flip side, I've been to a bar called the Honky Tonk, where they did everything possible to keep me out of the club. They mm. went as far as to say, we don't even accept out-of-state ID. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's never as welcoming when, you in, when the roles are in reverse. So, that's something I kind of wanted to to, to throw parallels on too, so right, right, and I and I like I say, and I will say that. So when it comes to that, now I'm not going to act like I've never had the reverse of that either. I've had some white people be very hospitable and break bread with me and do that as well. So I just want to throw that out yeah, there, you know. I, but I've had some good situations too, but you know, like I said, it's 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 real, really some really hospitable compassionate people that's that's in us we just really some turn the cheek love everyone type people that's just us and so but since i did throw those young ladies names out there i want it to be a situation since they always do that when it's the reverse you know just like uh you know anytime we make a mistake we should never be able to work again why are you hiring them so I hope that those chicks, when they go on today, I hope this follows them into their careers where people are like, oh, you're that person, you know? Like you're just chilling at work and it's years later and you want to move past it. And, you know, maybe somebody let you know, oh, you that racist girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought I did <laughs> the blackface stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, let me see the person interviewing you and you're coming in there for a job. I'm like, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and just so we could do it technically, I'm not going to act like, that, you know, I'm holding that against you, but you ain't getting the call back. I ain't going to tell you that. 
the so same way. You just want fairness. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, you know, I thought it was a little light because they were just like, yeah, they were reprimanded. But how much reprimanding did you do? Because at the end of the day, it says that they they withdrew from the school voluntarily. So right. So what was the like punishment? That. What was the punishment that Oklahoma doled out? You know, where are are they suing? Uh, you know, for uh, I, I don't know. I guess you know people find a reason to sue if it's something that makes the school look bad or something. I mean, I know they could find something to punish these girls somehow, some way. So, you know, because like you said, if the shoe was on the other foot, I'm pretty sure they would have found a way to uh, punish Tyrone, and it, it and it would go on for the rest of his life. Right, they they would did everything in their power to make it stick. But uh, yeah, so with that being said, man, I, I hope that the student body, even though that the young ladies withdrew on their own, I still hope that they get together and you know, hopefully some protest or something is coming out of that because they they just try and do damage control. And like I said again, these people shouldn't have ever felt that comfortable to come like that. I mean, like I said, they totally had on blackface and come on, yeah, I'm a nigger, I'm a nigger, and it's like you know. We really trying to save your life because if you go out there into the regular world with that bullshit, you probably gonna get smacked in the wrong side. So, really, this is a teaching moment. This is really trying to just show you, like, hey, you gotta move a certain kind of way when you are out there. And that's why I just try to tell people, like, so all this racist bullshit and going back and forth, you can only do that when you in your little neck of the woods. Just like I've heard people say in certain towns that. Black people better not get caught in after dark. People think like shit like that is cool to even say. You know, like somebody would give a fuck about their little inbred town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like the people, I can't imagine, you know, the lifestyle there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so don't want to be a part of no shit like that anyway. Because I've heard people say that too. Like they come from little country towns where, yeah, man, town over, you better not get caught there, blah, 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 blah. Well, they never better not get caught in the hood either. You know what I'm saying? So that could go both ways. But yeah, man, that was that was a good catch though, because I hadn't heard about that story. So as soon as you gave that to me, man, I, I you know I saw the other little elements to it. Thought I'd throw that out there, but we'll have to follow back up on that too to see if any other backlash happens. Because maybe they should do some protesting in their goddamn front yards. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they should maybe find this, out. Or maybe that like. football team and basketball team should just uh, sit down for one game and just watch how the money uh, trickles in Oklahoma until they're ready to address some stuff. Because, you know, that money gets people to act right. Yeah, and just kind of another side note, uh, since we are uh, sticking with the Oklahoma thing, uh, uh, the kid Murray... The one that's uh, coming out, you know, did you hear it? It was a reporter uh, for the Oakland A's that actually slammed him in social media because, you know, since he uh, turning down the contract that the A's offered him to, and he's going with football. And she almost treated the guy, I mean, it was also, it was almost a tone of like the guy was property or something. Like, she was like, who are you to turn down the Oakland A's? And it was just a whole bunch of rhetoric. But he, but she got fired. They fired her immediately. <laughs> they like, and, I'm, and so I will say that he's like, right. God, can we just jump out the window like that? 
So they did fire her. But uh, we'll move on, man, to the next story. So I don't know if those of you listening have heard of uh, there was a male nurse at a healthcare facility, the Hacienda Healthcare uh, Facility, and he actually impregnated a patient there who was a 29-year-old female. And a lot of people first, uh, people said she was in a coma. So the family has come out and made a statement through their lawyer. She wasn't in a coma. She is in and out of a vegetative state, though, but she's not in a coma. They said that she she moves her arms and, you know, uh, her other limbs. Uh, she sometimes comes out of it. Uh, she facial expressions, all that. But, yes, yeah, she's still incapacitated to a certain level, but not in a coma. You know, I think a coma, you ain't doing nothing. You're just laying there. So... Uh, but this guy, and this happened in Arizona, and his name is uh, Nathan Sutherland. Uh, and this dude here was, man, of all things, a Christian rapper. That's one thing I was able to, a Christian fucking rapper, dog. <laughs> and mm. yeah, and impregnated this girl. And then the staff, I, I got to slam the staff there because for nine months, it takes nine months to make a baby. So mm. the carry one's full term. So it's like no one noticed. That, that, that's my question. Nobody noticed. Uh, did she? I guess she didn't have any type of stomach, but she's laying on her back. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody's, you know, bathing her, and I'm pretty sure the doctors doing checkups and stuff. And I just can't believe nobody noticed that this young lady was pregnant. And they said that they just heard a moaning, and pretty much she gave birth. And then to find out who impregnated her, they they you know said they they just went around letting the staff know that they was gonna be doing DNA testing to see who it was. And I can't believe that now another note that ain't ain't no advocate, like I said, again of rape. But I just can't believe this some bitch didn't quit. Like what <laughs> like dude, if you just dumping loads to put loads in this young lady, you knew you know how goddamn things made. So you think you quit three months ago, four months ago, you know what I'm saying? But no, he stayed there. So, but they did catch his ass. <laughs> and I just want to leave off by saying I feel like that's sick. You know what I'm saying? Very sick. You know, very sick. It's crazy, you know, where you would think, like, hey, I'm just going to do this. And I'm just saying, because, I'm like I said, I don't even know, man, he just had that much time. It's like, you would think, you know, when it comes to female patients and stuff like that, that you would have, you know, at least if he helping out, another female would have to be, you know, there as well or something. There has to be some type of checks and balances. But so what do you think, man? Uh, I mean, you're I'm here to talk about it. Like, yeah, I, I'm still kind of a little stunned on this one, but man, you know, you pretty much touched on everything on this one. Like, if you're sick, you need help. Uh, they're going to have to be a whole new uh, system put in place in these medical facilities where, like you said, you know, you might need to have a man and woman come into the room every time. Like, there shouldn't be no one visiting a uh, or, or treating a patient without some type of supervision in place and just to be that sick to where the woman was uh in a vegetated state like wow dude like you this woman didn't have no way to interact with you no nothing it's like you 
probably having intercourse with a dead woman. It's just, it's too much. Like the world is just getting crazier and crazier. It's like every week there's a, a story that just tops the last one. And it's just like, wow, man. Right, it's pretty shitty out there right now, man. And then the, the family said that uh, pretty much this happened to her when she was around 14 or 15 or something like that. They said she was having, she used to have really bad seizures that left her like that. So, that, so and another thing too, the family decided to keep the baby, like I told you they would, because you and I was discussing this, you know, offline. And uh, man, I don't you know. Hold on, hold on, man. I'm just saying they look at that like put it that way because I don't know because baby didn't do nothing then on top of that that's true that's true but I mean sometimes you may look at that baby and still see the rapist too so yeah I mean but but you have to look at it the the baby is a part of their daughter so I think with with, I mean with you have to look at it from I think the family standpoint like if you lost your daughter She's a vegetable, you know, she's a vegetable or whatever, you know, like you're looking at it like, yeah, the way it came about is, you know, you know, not the ideal, you know, situation, very horrific. But at the end of the day, a kid, the kid was born. So it's like they didn't even have a chance to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so but at this point, you could either look at this like because justice is still being served on this this dude. But even if they let's say they had decided, hey, uh, let's, you know, do artificial insemination, insemination and see if we can, you know, get a grandchild. Like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure in some cases somewhere that's happened. This just happened that way. And the child is still part of their daughter. So they could be looking at it like, hey, we have a part of her still. The love, a part of her is still here. So, you know, so I just, you know, I think I think that's the way they was looking at it. Like I said, again, not the ideal situation, but the baby came, you know. And I and, and I think they were just thinking like it would have been, here it is, your, your daughter's child. And I don't know, they, I, I didn't hear details whether it was a male or a little girl or whatever, but that really don't matter. But here it is, child's born. You have a chance, you're just not just gonna throw the kid up for adoption and just walk away, you know? So I think they did the right thing, man. And that did that did show a big heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that takes a lot. That takes a lot. I think so, because I mean, it would have been, it would have been, but you know what? Uh, you know, I can't really, you know, blame the family. Cause, but like I said, if you had a loved one, cause I do know, like, let's say, uh, you know, like parents who have lost children or something like that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure if they was able to get a grandchild, <clears throat> most grandparents, you know, they ask what they thinking about, you know, just cause like I say, you do live on through your children. So, right. Yeah, the other half of the child is a rapist. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the fifty fifty part would be. But I I get it. I commend But is that any better than some of these women running around out here don't even know who the goddamn daddy is? I mean, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. Not to just be an asshole, but hey, I know some females don't know who the fuck daddy is. Straight up, straight up. Watch more. Yeah, I'm talking about some that straight up was throwing that thing around so much that they it could be anybody, and they never pinpointed nobody to get them tested. Yeah. It was the dude that came through, you know, traveling Joe. You know, <laughs> for just one night. It, you know what I'm saying? 
And so, is that any better? <laughs> you know, yeah. where you don't know who the, the what character the, the individual. You could be a goddamn serial killer. You know, yeah. for all they do. And then that brings us. I guess this is a goddamn theme. I don't know why this show. Out of, now that I'm thinking about it, man, it's not funny, but I'm like, damn. So this show basically is a lot of sexual assault because the next story yeah. that yeah, is another sexual assault theme. So I guess that's what it is, you know, this, this week. So uh, again, we got another sexual assault, but this one took place in the middle of a dance floor. So an alleged sexual assault, let me say that. So anyway, we have a, a, a woman who wasn't even from Atlanta by the name of Jasmine Eland. Uh, it was her birthday and she had came to town. And then I thought earlier she didn't have any friends there with her. She actually did have friends there. So uh, she came from St. Louis. So she's a St. Louis woman who drove to Atlanta to party and went to this particular night spot. I think they just went to, because we were talking about August, I, I seen that he was there performing. So I think that, because at first I was like, why the fuck would she go way there just to club? I'm pretty sure there's clubs in St. Louis, but that was the reason. Maybe she's a big August fan and just wanted to see him. But anywho, uh, so she was allegedly sexually assaulted in the middle of the dance floor. Now where the controversy comes in is that Anybody look at this online right now, there's a lot of controversy where they say that this young lady had a pill floating in her drink. And of course, the alleged guy that raped her, which was a Dominique Williams, uh, he uh, bought her a drink. And then uh, somebody said she had only had one drink. But even in the video, she even said, hey, I'm getting kind of tipsy. You know, like this is my second drink. So she definitely had more than one drink. But in the in the video, they got something something is in her drink like i and right now they're disputing what it is but some people are saying it's a pill because uh in the video she's basically on live and uh she dancing with the guy uh after they started talking and they pretty much hanging the rest of the night so you see them interacting the girls holding the phone the whole entire time but then at one point in the video she just goes you know from being coherent to just out of it and the guy's like having to hold her up he's telling her, hey you okay her speech is slurred and then she was just out of it man so something clearly happened now from the part of the video that i saw uh you really can't tell but uh but there's people and there's also even some confusion um somebody said that the young lady was twerking on stage in a twerking contest before the alleged assault some people are saying no that that twerking happened after the alleged assault so that right now that is just so much confusion surrounding this thing but i did see the video of her on stage uh, nonetheless and uh she didn't have any panties on man so this girl at one point <clears throat> she's on stage dancing against another girl they having a twerk off her skirt rose up above her hips this girl didn't have no panties on then she pulls her skirt down, then she uh, continued to dance, and then she followed up by doing a splits. And, you know, was just bouncing over. And, I mean, and I'm just saying, and again, this is where I want to put some onus back on her and just say, and then I'm, again, I'm not saying, oh, because you're walking around with no panties on, you deserve to get raped. That's not what I'm saying. If there are, you at a fucking club <clears throat> with a bunch of pretty sure drunken guys and you fucking ain't got no panties on you half naked. I'm just saying, we gotta know, if you're in a room of people, some somebody's a predator. 
Okay? I'm just saying, one in every 20 person could be a rapist. You know what I'm saying? So if you at a fucking club and you walking around naked and shit, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, you just kind of inviting that type, you know, like you heard of the laws of attraction. To me, you just kind of inviting that type of energy. So anyway, on the guy's dancing, you know, and uh, at one point he takes her to another part of the club. It's kind of a little darker because the videos look grainy. They hear all this moaning like they are having sex. And uh, she did at one point say, no, stop. And she was looking at her phone uh, saying, help me to, I guess, people on Facebook Live. I don't know how they're supposed to help her, but it was just a whole lot of craziness, man. But uh, but uh, also, too, uh, that this is where this shit gets even crazier. So this is her own family, her brother and sister and some other individuals in her family uh, got on live and her brother's pretty much saying he thinks she fucking lied. He said he took some money grab and that she went there and the old boy just happened to be the fool that took the bait. So, you know, but before we form opinions, people go on YouTube, all this shit is out there. So uh, I know I sent you some videos, man. So what, what, you know, what is your opinion on the matter? I have the same opinion that I have on the Chris Brown situation. I, I'm going to serve judgment until the case is settled in court because both sides are questionable. You know, I mean, who really videotapes? I know it's the self Great. You know, and like, that's unprecedented. And then, you know, word is that she is not going after him criminally. She don't want justice. Now she's only going for a civil case. So that's my thing there, too. Now, with him, on the other hand, um, he did do some questionable stuff where he kind of grabbed the breast. And then um, also the tapes. I mean, there's no intercourse, but of course, you know, you there's nothing on the tape that he did or didn't do what she said so therefore i mean the only way we're gonna settle this is through court you know i i'm i'm tired of just giving people the benefit and they're lying or you know condemning this guy and then he's innocent you know i say let the court settle it the dna will come out and and that will be that and also something else that caught my attention too was the fact that they've also opened a a GoFundMe for the emotional stress that this has caused her. So it's just like everything is financial, financial, financial. You can't get justice and finances. People who went through, been violated, they want justice. Yeah, they want the money too, but they want justice. For her to not say justice, lock them up, let's go to court, this and that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I mean, who are who are us to get all upset if she don't? If she's not fighting for herself, I mean, I, I kind of feel like we shouldn't fight for her either. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Because I heard about that too, and I thought I also thought that was strange. That yeah, I heard about the GoFundMe. And then also that, like you said, she's going after the club in a civil case instead of going after the guy 
because the guy said when he went down there and uh so he has actually uh you know him and a lawyer he lawyered up so he did actually go down there to give a statement to the police and the police uh basically said that they uh, went back to the girl asking if she wanted to press charges and pursue something for them to investigate and she's not cooperating so this shit is very fucking weird but like i say you even have her own relatives coming out uh saying hey you know and there was also another lady uh that didn't know her that just happened to be there partying because it was her birthday as well uh that was next to a majority of the night and she was also but she even said herself that she wasn't aware that the lady was being assaulted because she looked like she was with whatever was going on you know she said she definitely never heard her calling for help or doing it but keep in mind too club music man you barely can hear each other you could be looking at each other and can barely make out what somebody's saying so you know and the guy has put out a, a statement he actually did an interview with one of these online personalities and uh he basically is saying he innocent and that you know he'd feel like he's a pawn and what was going on with this girl and her plans because he said when he met her, you know, she was talking about she was recently divorced and, you know, she just going to kick it. And, you know, so it could have been paid back to the husband, you know. And like I said, her own brother's coming out saying that, you know, there's there's been times before where she's cried wolf on different things. Maybe not sexual assault, but just other incidents where he say him and some family have gotten involved in some things to come to find out she was just lying. You know, saying he, you know, now this is a whole flesh and blood coming out so, and defending the guy that you accused. You know, so yeah, but it's just again craziness, man. But I just would say, again, our women, you know, we have to, you have to take some responsibility. If you watch that video and you see this girl up here with her. And then, and then, and then I'm, I'm gonna say that too, because I know it's gonna be some women's gonna say, "Well, she can't sexually consent. She can't. She can't consent sexually if she's inebriated." Well, okay. Why? Well, I, I, why well, I would throw another scenario at you? Because this has happened to me. What if they both inebriated? So she walking around with no fucking panties on. She bent over grinding on this guy. So. Could we say that that was sexual assault? Because I know as a man, I can't uh, walk around with my with my Johnson out and rub it on women. Mm-hmm. I, you know, but yet y'all can do it. <laughs> when a woman can do something, then yeah, it's double standard with women. Like, well, you can't rape no man. You can't. Well, if I'm drunk, I can't consent. Right. And I've been drunk and had women perform fellatio you know all that you know what i mean so it's like i mean i'm just saying like where where do we draw these lines you know what i'm saying so you know I, like i said it's, it's just weird and then but i will say this in the lady's defense because i it wouldn't be fair if i didn't make this one point there are some other, now i don't know if these people are real because you know man when shit when you see shit on youtube and on the internet man it's like a lot of people be out there trolling so you it's hard to make you know kind of weed through the bullshit and what's really real you know that's where it get kind of clouded you know and i hate that people do that but you have you have now some other women coming out uh saying that the guy allegedly did this to lady i won't say her name 
but she said she went out on a date with the guy and uh, they decided to go back to his place for a nightcap or whatever he made her drink. And then she say, next thing you know, she was out of it after a while. She wakes up and she said, next thing you know, she had a hole in her pants. Uh, and she said, now, in her own words now, she said it was a dick hole. So she's saying he ripped her pants and made a dick hole and fucked her or whatever. Now, she didn't know if they had sex, but she just called the hole a dick hole. So, I, so then she said that uh, she confronted the guy about it. And he was like, your pants was already like that. He was like, but you know, he's like, but you know, so he told her he kind of played with her a little bit. He was like, maybe accidentally ripped it or whatever. She was like, she wasn't buying that bullshit. And he just kept coming up with excuses. But she even never pursued anything. But now you want to come out in light of this. And then we don't even know if that's true because I haven't heard him address her. And like I said, again, with social media, you don't know people just on here clowning. Because I could, I could make a motherfucking video right now and say, I know her and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, throw my two cents and, and I would probably get 20, 30,000 people real quick to view it just because they think it's actually part of what's going on. So we have to be careful of that. Have to be very careful. Of but that's that's the latest I've seen because everybody got two cents on it. Well, well, my takeaway from it is uh, to the ladies, uh, you really have to understand club etiquette. Like, you just don't take drinks from random people. You know, there are certain things you got to do to protect yourself when you're in these type of environments. Uh, you know, and I could go through the whole laundry list of things. One, like the biggest takeaway from a random guy, you don't know him from Adam's Apple. You didn't watch the bartender make the drink. You didn't uh, watch him bring the drink over to you. Uh, it was just so many in so many places that she was just so loose at to where she just was a, a, a walking target. You know, she was just a target. She just put herself in the target, uh, put a bullseye on her back. But that kind of brings me to another thing too. Uh, we didn't touch on the fact that once she, once the incident happened, she on stage and performed in the booty twerk contest or whatever it was. Like I never seen nobody. Right, that's why I was saying. Right, that's why I was saying. But that's why I was to, to have all your functioning motor skills because the beat popping and all of that. Like you really got to have your motor skills back to be doing the stuff she was doing on that stage right but let me make, let, let me make one quick point but that's where you know i did kind of address that earlier i said that you have some saying that was before the incident you have some people saying that was after so with, with there's conflicting videos out there so some people say yeah she was twerking before the assault some people say she was twerking after which i feel like if they can get that you know figured out if they can nail that down that's really important to this case because if she's twerking afterwards, I don't care what nobody say. And that's very strange. Very strange. <clears throat> so, and then it's even strange because I thought she was there alone. She had a couple of friends that was there with her. So that even makes this shit even weirder. It's like, okay, like there's just so many just weird things because you wouldn't think in this day and time or any time that 
Yeah, you've heard people raping people, but I ain't never somebody raping somebody in the middle of a dance floor. Like, that's just crazy as fuck to me. So, you know, and not to say nobody's above it or won't ever do it, but goddamn, like, I just ain't, I just ain't never heard no shit like that, man. Because that club was definitely full and packed. But if it was a money grab, because like you said, she's got to go fund me. You know, got all this shit going on, and you know, and like I said again, we're in this day and age where people are, pulling, you know, pulling on people, you know, a little sympathy card, and you know, trying to make a come up. And before you realize it's bullshit, she may get a quick twenty, thirty thousand in a GoFundMe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, well, it's not like that because if if that's the case, that's some despicable shit. So I hope that ain't the case. I pray that that ain't the case because there really are people out there where this is happening to and it's just kind of you know it's kind of overshadowing people that really need some help and that you know have really been sexually assaulted and that's the fucked up part about it you're taking away from people that it might have really happened to right so basically my two takeaways from this is I'm a reserve judgment until all the facts come out because it's all of this, this whole story is a little great. It's not black and white, it's great. And then the second thing I take away from this, I never seen him perform, but August Alcina must throw one hell of a show for you to get raped and don't leave. <laughs> right. And in the video, talking about August, August, where's August? I seen, you know, like there's video, like if you watch long, the video long enough. There's a part where she's coherent and screaming for August. So, man, this shit is so fucking weird, bro. And then they, and then somebody else pointed out too that did you know the husband and her got a porn site or something that they are part of? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is just all over the fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, so what I'm saying is. He's the second coming of Michael Jackson, man, because she did not want to miss that show. <laughs> Right, you got raped, and you just like I'm. I paid for this show. God damn it, <laughs> nothing stopping me today. You know what I mean? Like, nah, that ain't what you do. Like you were saying, you would be like trying to find somebody. You would be off to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I hate that it's putting us at odds with our women because we we was discussing this with you know some women then. They were like, you know, jumping to the lady's defense and it's always this, you know, women with a downtrodden. We, you know, it's like a competition for who's getting treated the worst. And, you know, it's like, and it shouldn't be like that. Any atrocity, any injustice anywhere, don't matter, male, female, young, old, is not right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what we need to look at. Not every fucking thing is a competition. Right. You know? But that's where we seem to be at. Because I tell you, I was even at lunch and I heard a young lady bring up toxic masculinity, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's just crazy out there, man. But I hope that this little girl is not crying wolf because, like I said, it's going to be somebody that's really in this situation and she may not get the benefit of the doubt because of bullshit like this, if this is the case. But if this guy, if it comes out that this guy did sexually assault her, they need to take him off the goddamn streets and lock him away and throw away the goddamn key. Because if he, if it comes out that he did do it, this wasn't the first time he did it. Because you don't just go from, oh, I rape somebody in the middle of the club with all these fucking witnesses. 
Right. You have to before and got away with it. Yeah, he's bold. It's it's only gonna get worse if, if he got that much sense to do it in front of some in front of a packed club, like you said, he need to be, you know, punished to the highest severity. So whatever the maximum you can give him, give it to him. And then I can't even see because I ain't gonna lie to you. When she's on stage and twerking, like I'm not even attracted to no female like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I like ladies, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, you sit up here with your fucking, you know, like, you know, you sit rock run around with no panties on. And then it, it ain't the fact that you got no pants. Ain't nobody else supposed to know you ain't got nothing on. But when you twerking and your dress coming up and you doing the splits and shit, after with your bare coochie on the floor, you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't no come on, sisters, that's not that's not lady behavior, you know what I'm saying? At all. You know, at all. You know, like I say. Let me touch in. I'm glad you kind of touched on that too because when I was looking at some of the videos for um, the young lady and whatnot, the guys were like, man, we really need to uh, protect our queens. And I'm like, that's not a queen. I'm sorry. You know, no disrespect. Well, it is disrespect, but that's not a queen. You're not conducting yourself royally. And the guy is only gonna mirror you. The image that you give out is what he's gonna approach you with. So you coming out like a skank, whatever it may be, he's not thinking, hey man, you know, this lady got some sense. He was, he felt that sexual energy with you to try something sexual with you, right. <laughs> So she right. gave that energy. And so this is not a queen, you know what I mean? You gotta conduct yourself in a certain way, and, and and nothing about that was royally. We can't be just because you black. The, a black woman doesn't make you a queen, and, and and the vice versa for the men. Just because you're a black man don't necessarily make you a king either. Uh, right. You give what, what you give out. The, the energy you give out is the way people is going to treat you. So. Now it's people that witnessed the guy pulling the dress down because he kept coming up and some people that witnessed him pulling it down so man this shit is so weird man but let's just say that made it easy you know for somebody to try to do something like that whether he penetrated her with his penis or his fingers and think, you ain't about, got- think about this too because you said you saw some stuff in Shreveport so think about like this girl she's popping doing all of this sexual type stuff and let's say hypothetically she was allegedly being raped like from all the stuff you've seen her from a distance and her with this guy you wouldn't think because i've seen her friends interview too everyone assumed that they were together so if you've seen this going on how many people would have put together that hey she's being raped they probably if, if you know you probably would think it's a couple doing some freaky stuff out here in this club this guy, I might got some cases that I could put on some chicks right now. Because of the energy she put out. Because I'm now, I'm, th- I'm just thinking, dog, some of the situations I've been in at the club or wherever, I'm thinking I was sexually assaulted by some women. Like real talk. If I could tell you, man, some of the shit that women have told me and grabbed and done things like, and that, but why are we sitting? This is the only thing I don't like about doing shit like this come out because we act like. Sometimes women aren't the aggressors and certain things go down, you know, like, cause I'm like, I've been in some situations where some chicks were pretty appro- inappropriate. Very, you know what I'm saying? Where I was inappropriate t- behavior. Yeah. 
And I ain't gonna go into all the details. I could, but man, it's been some stuff that left me scratching my head. Like, wow, they, you know, that's how yeah, that's, you just had her walking around like that for real. Is that it? You know? And in that case, you know, because I know, like I said, because people are already condemning the guy and just jumping to, yeah, he did it. But I watched the video and a couple times, I'm not even for the front, because I was really trying to see, like, what did I miss? And you came outside of her moaning at one point when it gets a little dark, but you still can't see what's happening. And then a lot of people are pointing out if you so fucking out of it, like, okay, if you was drugged and you so fucking out of it, right? And you supposedly blacked out. How in the fuck are you still recording yourself? Still recording. Still recording. Yeah, you still got the camera part of your phone right at you perfectly and you blacked out, really? But let me say something more sinister. But if if this is a money grab, and I'm gonna just put somebody in a situation and I'm gonna say this happened, because think about it, when most sexual assault cases is a he said, she said. Right. There's really outside of the rape kit that they do, but let's say, you know, it was, a, it was a point of them having sex and she told him to stop at one point and he kept going or something, that's rape. But let's say there's not any roughing up or nothing like that to where the, you would show up on a, you know, rape kit where, you know, vaginally she was, busted up or whatever I don't really know what's going on with that but but I'm just saying if you wanted to go out there and if you wanted to make a money grab that's actually the perfect scenario because you know you just accusing the guy is gonna have him looking at like yeah he did it right and, 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 to, kind of, and to kind of touch back on what I was saying like on the flip side of that Think of someone who go into the club, who who, who could be in an environment, let that not necessarily a club, but let's just say somebody who conducted themselves in a pristine woman-like manner, and you've seen that go on, you would know that's odd. Like, no, my friend would not be getting the business in the club and wide open. You know instantly right. that's a rape. <laughs> like, but with this right. girl, no one could tell because of the picture she painted. Like she blurred the lines, like her friends were like, she seemed like she was okay with whatever was going on. Like she really blurred, just eliminated all possibilities of herself. You know, it's kind of like your your reputation precedes yourself. And that's pretty much what this was. You know, they judged the book by a cover, her reputation preceded herself. And therefore, no one, I don't think even if people knew she was screaming help, most people probably wouldn't have done nothing because they felt like they were together. And I'm pretty sure most people think that if you see people in the club, man, everybody mind with their own business. And like I said, you can't really hear. Uh, but you, like you say, once uh, the investigation is wrapped up, but like I said, she's already got a lawyer. But like I said, not trying to pursue this guy is just all for you know trying to sue the particular club. So that's that's the odd part about it. Cause like you said, you can you can pursue both, but you want to get the guilty in jail first. You want to get him prosecuted, get him locked up. Because to me, that would help the other the civil case better. As an alleged women, you know, when you ain't you about your girl, you don't want this to happen to no one else. That's the point most victims would say. I don't want no one else to experience what I went through. I want them locked up. So wouldn't you want to do that as a human being to keep getting this 
guy off the street just so he doesn't violate no one else. A normal person would. Exactly. But if you got a more sinister plan, and like I said, it's about money, thus the GoFundMe. Oh, this, you know, like, man, people out here, it's thirst traps out here, man. It's thirst traps. And if you think about it, and it's kind of sad to say, you know, from a man's standpoint, but if a woman wanted to really set up a man, it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be hard, man. No. A woman could go to a woman could go to Subway with no goddamn panties on and pull a skirt up and she'd probably go get a rash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Yeah. That's true. You probably will get followed to the parking lot. Some people gonna say some things. I mean, man, it's just but yet we but we so PC nowadays. We wanna act like, you know. Cause what the, what did I know which mom you take? Like, hey, ain't nothing open at two o'clock in the morning with legs. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. But we act, but we want to sit and act like we don't know this. And then, like I say, the video of her with the panties, like I said, that shit is like, man, that shit is without the panties. That, that's a clear picture. You but, see her back ass and she up there shaking it. Then, even when she pull us the dress down, then she go to split to make it come back up because she knew that would incite the crowd. Right. And and my and, and I'm glad you kind of touched on that too because now on the flip side, brothers, we gotta be we gotta be a little bit more selective. You you gotta kind of see some of these traps too. Like you were saying, there there are traps out there. There are people who are looking to come up in any way they can and this guy wasn't necessarily famous not saying that he's guilty but let's say let's say he's innocent let's say allegedly he's innocent this guy's not even famous and his whole life and career and whatever he got going to be thrown away uh, for nothing and so you gotta be a little bit more selective too you know we can't just be going after the first thing that we that I in sight, you know, we got to be a little bit more selective and, and, and try not to be putting ourselves in those situations, thinking with the wrong head. And then you got to think of two man, like I mean, that that whole that whole dynamic is just crazy. Then I even heard a crazy story that uh, now now I don't know how true this is, but I'm just throwing out all the folklore and shit that I'm hearing, urban legend shit that I'm hearing, you know, going on with this shit. So. Uh, somebody even said that, that she might be pregnant. Yeah, you know. But I'm like, that's pretty good. Look, you did you you must come up in the club already pregnant because this whole thing man, is just crazy. I'm saying you said that you might be pregnant by the guy. There's so many things people just throwing shit out there, man. So this shit is all over the place, you know, right. all over. And I'm gonna tell you something. The husband clearly, because there's even a video of him kind of talking on it and threatening the guy but I think that's just all for show too because be, be honest with you man I don't think that husband give a fuck about her because because uh, number one uh, there ain't none of the kids she got his and that ain't the reason why I say they don't give a fuck about her you got your girl you got her doing porn now this is a fact because somebody pointed me to the site but uh, on, on this video but I didn't go to it but they were saying they saw it and it's her and her husband so he got her uploading videos of them having sex and on the sex site, this chick got five kids and five different baby daddies and neither one of them is his. And then you let your woman take this trip. You yeah, he was 
They say he's trying to rap. So I think he's just exploiting this case to, you know, get him some type of notoriety. Some clout, as everybody say, man. We like these dumb ass saying, yeah, some clout. <laughs> yeah, you always cloud chasing. There is a lot of <laughs> cloud chasing. Yeah, you cloud chasing. Yeah. It's all like, man, and it's like, and especially in Atlanta, bro. I'd have been to Atlanta. You ain't gotta go to Atlanta and rape no motherfucking chick. <laughs> you know, what I'm bro. I'd have been to Atlanta, bro, and man. When I tell you, I was like a buffet. You know what I'm saying? I was in the office, but I was at work. All these different chicks coming at me, man. I probably went to lunch that week. I was there, man, with a different... One time I was at Olive Garden, bro. When I tell you, it was every bit of me and 10 chicks. Because they was all trying to invite me on my last... I'm like, well, why don't we just all go together? You know, I was pulling some R. Kelly shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, well, just... Yeah, I'm... But they, man, I'm telling you. In Atlanta... Like, nah. And the brother was from, now the girl from St. Louis, but the guy was from Atlanta. So, I, you know, so that's why I find it hard to believe because in Atlanta, you know, it's a lot of gays and a lot of different things. And hey, shout out to the gays. That wasn't no shout, shot. So I don't need the LBTGQVR, whatever our acronyms are today. Don't come at me with that bullshit. You know, I'm just saying there's a lot of that shit going on down there. So there's a lot of women without men so it's just you know again I don't think that you know you gotta be out there doing that you know what I'm saying cause like you say you be every day every day you know blow Joe you know and, uh, uh, Joe blow rather and uh, you know be hit with the ladies down there so but in this case I don't know if they like I said guy was just like hey she's an easy target but even that even with that being said be honest with you I think he could have got it. You know what I'm saying? I could think, because the way she was acting, if you watched the video, dude kissed on the neck. She was all, you know, turned back toward him. And, you know, from the mannerisms and everything that I saw, was like she was with what was going on. And even with the alleged moaning and all that, when they get to that dark part, even before she say no, I heard a yes in there too. Be honest, I, I heard a yes. Like when she was moaning, I heard a yes. Then I heard a no. You know, and you know, women, y'all got to be clear. So for these women, it's like, yeah, I want you to take it. And yeah, you know, because sometimes, you know, man, it's, it's get so y'all kind of to blame for that part of that. You know what I'm saying? Because that get a little confused. Because I know you got some women, it's like, no, no means no. But let's be honest, no doesn't always mean no. I'm not gonna say if a chick looking at you, but what I'm saying is you've dated somebody or went out with somebody in the past, and when y'all were having intercourse, those type of things came out in a playful way, you know? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So that, I'm just saying, that can be misconstrued. So with the communication, you have to be clear. You have to be clear. And I know women like, nah, you know what it means. You No, in some cases, it is hard, it is hard. Cause I've been in that situation and stopped. And she was like, what you doing? You know, like, no, that didn't mean stop. You know, that, that's just the way she liked to get in. So I don't know, man. It is just a lot of traps out here, my brothers. And we are falling for, if it ain't, if it ain't the police, <laughs> coochie traps, <laughs> getting hard to, to make it through this maze of life. 
it is getting and I got a son I got a 12 year old fucking son that I have to and I do it every day my son will be 13 in March and I fear for him as a young black man in fucking America man cause he got so many people coming for him that before he becomes a man he gonna have so many fucking obstacles and so much shit going on and it is scary out there bro cause when your son like he thank god he's not nowhere near no uh, sexual activities you know what I'm saying too young for that but once he gets you know becomes a full fledged teenager and is older and gets into that I have to teach him some of these things because you know god forbid my son is in this situation and people are going at him and just accused because they will attack and that's what's going on now that is what's going on now and it's crazy all the obstacles man but that brother the first time i seen that chick even if she was acting like she's passing out or whatever i'd have set ass down somewhere and you know if if i knew Y'all need to come get on security. Hey, y'all, because I'm I'm not with that. Because you know, you gotta know that shit could go wrong too. Yep. yep. So there's a lot of blame to go around. I mean, and ain't nobody just absolutely saying you know you can't go out there and have a good time. And I like I said again, I know we got some defiant sisters on there. Well, I don't wear panties either. Now, I can go out and be naked. You know, they just want to do everything in defiance. Well, you go ahead with your bad ass. Going out there and take a drink from a fucking stranger with a fat ass pill floating around in it and be out there already. You go for it. We'll be doing a, doing a podcast segment about your ass then, I guess. I just because you know you got to talk to sisters like that nowadays, man. Because they just want to be defined. I'll be stupid. Let me be stupid. <laughs> what? Like, it's smart. That's it's cool to be okay. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, bro. I I deal with that, dude. Man, you you try to give some sound advice. Yeah. So I used to have a home girl I work with, man. Her husband used to be telling us some good sound stuff. Do you not know that girl will come to work asking her male friends, and once we tell the same thing, well, yeah, my husband told me that last week, but I I didn't think he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Your motherfucking man. You keep asking these niggas that don't ain't in your household. They don't mean you're no good or don't give a fuck what the outcome or whatever it is you're trying to know. You know? They don't even listen to your man. Just define. Just want to automatically take that stance that your man don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if her husband or alleged ex-husband or whatever the fuck, if they were still together. I'm pretty sure if that brother knew his girl was going out there with no motherfucking panties on and he wasn't accompanying her, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't appreciate that. I would like to think that at least. <laughs> the cool thing now. Everybody want to be, you know, freaky. Everybody want to be wild, you know. If you ever seen them chicks out there with 40 piercings in their face and shit, that shit gets on my nerves, man. And I know this ain't got nothing. I'm just on tangent, man. See a cute like what you got what you got both cheeks pierced for? What the fuck is that? Now we just I want the the most oddish out there shit just to ah you know just to, you ever talk you ever see chicks at the job with the bull nose ring where yeah. from a distance like boogers and shit you like what the fuck you know <laughs> it's just weird man yeah. Yeah. this 
dog, this is Sodom and Gomorrah ain't got shit on modern day, bro. This is like, it's a free for all. And one day, one of these goddamn meteors that's whizzing past the goddamn earth is going to take us out, man. It's going to hit this motherfucker and it's going to start over. Straight up. It ain't gonna be that movie like that that, that movie like uh with uh, Bruce Willis was in it where they went and you know went on the the meteor and was gonna detonate it and shit the <laughs> real life man that's where we going shit is just crazy but anyway I took it way somewhere else man you got something you want to add uh, before we uh cause I could go on and on and and I ain't had a lick to drink I've been working out of shit today man I've been full of this water. So for people to think like I'm drunk, I ain't had a lick to drink today. Today, <laughs> if you were caught yesterday, I was on one. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, yeah, I was a bit of a lush yesterday. I ain't gonna lie, I was drinking like a motherfucking fish yesterday. You know, but anyway, but do you have some uh, final thoughts, man? That you like? Cause like I kind of went off on a little tangent. Oh man, you pretty much summed it all up. I just think we're in a time where everybody need to have some self-responsibility and self-accountability and, you know, be mindful of your surroundings. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and then to ladies, uh, you know, uh, like I say, if you out with your homegirls, you need to have a set of friends that really got your back because that young lady supposedly had friends there and they allowed that to happen, whatever was happening. You know, what happened to the girls when you used to see them at the club when they would be locking, holding hands and shit like one of them going to yeah. get snatched in the crowd? What happened to all that shit? Yeah. Or you like, damn, shorty can't even go to the bathroom by herself. You know, she got about four homegirls. They all locked arms and shit. Arm and arm, yeah. Yeah, fucking tornado coming through and one of them about to blow away. You know what I'm saying? So we need to go back to that, you know? So anyway, y'all, I guess this was the rapey podcast this one <laughs> I do again I, I, I apologize a little bit because uh, this one here was mainly on that so, but again you know I don't uh, make the news I just report on it you know the best I can and try to put a different spin on it for some of you so I hope you entertain you know uh, nevertheless but uh, again if y'all got some suggestions no more Saints fans bullshit. That ship is sailed. So no more. <laughs> uh, unless you talk about some moves you're making in the, gonna make an all season or something, some new shit. Uh, we will, we will, we will, bro. Me <laughs> <laughs> tell him I'm just fucking with him though. You know, okay, you know, just like you know they throw some jazz to the cowboy fans. I'm just taking a shot right now. Why can't it's just you know. It's at his expense right now. So, but uh, but yeah, if you guys have any suggestions though, and uh, like I say, would like a topic brought up, or you would like us to keep going with a topic that we've already touched on, because like I said, we will have some of these shows coming back around. You know, that still have ongoing situations, so new new information is coming out, so we will touch back on those. So again, I'm gonna give you guys the email one more time, and then we're gonna get out of here. So again, if you got any suggestions, send them to to the email. It's uh, lostcause01 at gmail.com. And that is L-O-S-T-K-A-U-Z-E-0-1 at gmail. So again, L-O-S-T-K-A-U-Z-E-0-1 at gmail.com. And like I said, again, appreciate you guys for listening. 
I'm JC the Icon. That's Slim with two M's. And uh, we catch you guys next time. All right. Love.